0: I think yeah. as soon as I hit record and I waited, and I think it was like waiting for audio to be like, oh, now you want to record.
1: <laughs> oh, interesting. Next time we should not talk and see if it just doesn't come back. That's so what I, I did. Oh, I th- then maybe I blew it by talking.
0: No, no, you didn't. So I, I said, hold on, let me record. And I hit it. And then I waited a few seconds. Neither of us spoke. And it, it said starting recording. And it just wasn't doing anything. And then I and then I made a sound, and the timer started. And then we glitched out.
1: Very interesting.
0: We're learning things every day.
1: Yeah, uh, dude, it, it's kind of mind blowing that we've been doing our podcast long enough that we could revisit a show that we watched together.
0: Yes, like case, the we watched the it when it came out, and then it seemed like so long ago. Was it? Was it two thousand eighteen? Late twenty eighteen? Christ uh
1: yeah I think so
0: because I remember it was like hollow season 2 expected 2020 and I was like dude that's never that's (laughs) never going to happen that year (laughs) isn't even real it's it's been out for a week and we haven't touched it
2: oh god
1: I'm very excited to get the fuck in there (laughs) yeah bro great show and I'm determined to get uh the other voice actors to talk to us or all of them
0: like dude i even reached out to her specifically no dice she's probably like who's this loser what the fuck? she didn't say that but she she didn't say anything really
1: oh man maybe we can get one of them on the podcast i'm gonna try real hard
0: do it i think i reached out to both of them too about it so maybe maybe now that no it was several months ago so maybe now that it's out It might be, like, more publicity time or whatever. So we'll see what we can do.
1: Fuck, yeah. Yeah. And
0: especially now that we're doing it on Skype, it's like, call in this number. Boom.
1: I know. We'll be like, hey, Mira, we know you're not leaving your house. So maybe you want to message us, hang out.
0: (laughs) We know you're not leaving your house at 123 Cherry Lane. (laughs) (laughs) Great.
1: Oh my god, um, dude! What what is this again? What are we doing? I forgot.
0: You have to tell me.
1: It's
2: the fucking
0: Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff podcast. I'm Sterling. I'm Alex. And this is the show where we watch, drink, and review. We watch movies and TV shows. Oftentimes our favorites. Oftentimes things that are recommended. Oftentimes things that uh, we don't want to watch. <laughs> and then we drink. And then we jump on a call during quarantine and talk to each other about it. And when quarantine is lifted, we will reunite in person and make sweet, sweet movie reviewing love.
1: <laughs> we will make sweet, sweet loving reviews. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was like the best intro yet cheers
0: to that i can't because i just finished my drink and i have to pour a new one
1: our perfect
0: oh cheers our perfect intro had to be ruined by me
1: (laughs) it's okay i'm afraid the universe would explode if we ever did anything perfect on this podcast
0: yeah oh my gosh dude speaking of the universe exploding i actually have a really funny theory to throw by you
1: Oh yeah.
0: Did we ever you knew about my situation with the departed, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for the audience, for those that don't know, um the world was destined to end in December of 2012, based on some Mayan calendar miscalculations, slash the calendar just wasn't completed after that. But anyways, it was this whole big deal and everyone was freaking out in twenty twelve. And At this time, we were in college, and I had never seen The Departed, and every time we tried to... Oh, yeah. We tried more than a handful of times, and every single time somebody would try to watch it with me or show it to me, something random would come up, like a a last-minute test that we all had to study for, or someone came to visit our campus or whatever. Just random things always happened, and... It was decided as an inside joke that if I ever watched The Departed, the world would end. Like, that's how conspiring the universe was against me seeing this movie. So it became this running joke that I can never watch The Departed. So I think it was December, like, 12th or December 8th or something, 2012, whatever the date was it was supposed to be. That day, I locked myself in my room and I watched The Departed. And the world didn't end. And I was like, I saved the world. I didn't do anything. Like, or I did the thing that would have ended the world and it counteracted the ending of the world and I saved it.
1: Because you watched it in 2012.
0: Yes, exactly. On the day. So I counteracted it. Or so I thought. I had this conversation with my uncle and we were talking about, I guess, on that day as well, some guy in like Arizona or Utah or something jumped off a cliff to save the world he was like he like decided he was the human sacrifice that needed to be sent to the gods or whatever to like save the world so he jumped off this cliff died apparently saving the world and so I was like no dude I saved the world because I watched The Departed and my uncle was like what if you were going to be the cause of the end of the world and that guy saved us from you Jesus
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: I was like, I can't handle that right now. What if that's true?
2: <laughs> Get out of here with that
0: shit. <laughs> oh. That
1: is actually fucking crazy.
0: Isn't that hilarious? He told me that, and I was like, maybe, maybe the fates aligned perfectly where that guy jumped off almost as the credits were about to roll. And... Boom. Counteracted my world-ending movie-watching uh, situation.
1: Oh my god. So insane. What if, like, we look him up and he has your same birthday or something? Wow. <laughs> Dude, it, like, it's funny how serious I take it. I, I know it's probably all bullshit, but it almost seemed supernatural. Like, the crazy, hilarious things that would happen to stop us. Like, we would just be starting a movie, and someone would come in and be like, hey, so this – like, right when we hit play, like, five seconds after we hit play, someone will walk in and be like, hey, guys, we have this thing. And all of us would crack up and fucking die, and they're like, oh, because Alex can never watch this movie. So anyways, let's go do that thing.
0: Yeah, we have to do this thing. Whether it's go to a party or finish a last-minute assignment that none of us knew about or – yeah. Do literally any one of a hundred things that always came up. It just became so funny, and I—I uh, I was probably going to be the end of the world. So thanks to,
1: thanks to that guy. Thanks to that guy. I want to look him up. We will. We will. Oh. What's our topic for this week?
0: So we're actually. We're doing pretty good here. We had a really good intro, and we are keeping pace with what we said we were going to do last week. So last week, if you listened...
1: We almost missed it.
0: Almost. (laughs) almost. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, do that right now, and then come back. Uh, If you did, we mentioned that we were going to do shows that we ultimately wanted to watch, but didn't necessarily think it might be worth it or wanted to watch other things more so it just shows that we never got around to shows or movies that we didn't get around to um and i think that's a really good one because there's a bunch of those there's a bunch of those that i'm like i would watch that but it's not on the top of my
1: list right like i'm not gonna waste my time on it right now but but right now is the time to do this shit yeah
0: so do you want to go first or you want me uh fuck me
1: who oh last week you went or no i went you went i went let me oh yeah sorry while
0: while you're racking your brain let me tell you about what i was doing right before this because i'm still elated and uh, slightly disappointed i was on the phone with mccoy for like an hour trying to figure out how to sign into an xbox live account (laughs) because apparently i'm 64 years old um
1: did we get there
0: we got there yeah we got there with a caveat so i had bought this xbox from my old roommates yeah and because i didn't care about playing online or anything i was just like i want to play splinter cell and that's it um i just created a new account on their thing just a little subfolder alex or whatever and and that's what I've played on so I've been playing on my own account just this game and it's been fine I tried to create an Xbox Live account and it wouldn't let me use that account to like sign up for Xbox Live so I had to create a new one and do all these roundabout bullshit things ended up working but I've lost all progress I've made on any game. AKA no. Splendale. So oh. I have to start over.
1: <laughs> That's so discouraging. That shit?
0: It is. For most people that would be life ending. But I'm like halfway through <laughs> the only game I've ever played. So I'm like I'll just play it again. Because now I know how to do all the levels. That I'm up to into this point. And now me and McCoy can do stuff together. Like play the co-op missions that I always skip and there
1: co-op missions on that
0: yeah there's a couple co-op missions on splinter cell um i have yeah. halo 4 that i've not touched and he's got halo 4 so we can play that there's some things i'm going to get into sterling very it pumped
1: was the gateway drug you're about to really enjoy yourself
0: i hope so i felt like a maniac though and i'm i guess i probably shouldn't because fallon was listening to an audiobook and not paying attention but i was on the phone on the xbox for like an hour trying to figure this out (laughs) i was like just wait until i'm actually playing a game talking with him she's gonna lose her mind it's gonna be hilarious and now the xbox is in the main room so it's not like she can escape
1: (laughs) oh shit dude some of the most fun times i've ever fucking had was playing co-op halo 4 with my brother it's so fun halo 4 yeah so I'm oh, glad. Wait, that's, no, no, no. Halo three, actually.
0: Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I Halo four, I haven't played. I have played 1, 2, 3, and Reach, and Halo four was the only one available at the game store I went to, and I was like, uh, I'll take it, whatever. And I just haven't touched it since. Yeah. Um, so now me and him are gonna play. Very excited.
1: Oh man, I'm excited to hear about your your journeys. Because you should never like really play video games, right?
0: I should like, start a Twitch channel. Just the adventures of a sixty-four-year-old man playing
1: Halo for the first time. <laughs> you should. You absolutely should, dude. I was thinking about making a YouTube channel. Like I just built a a Lego thing, like a little, you know, Gyarados the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I I when I was in Japan with Katie on her honeymoon, I bought like a mini blocks. So it's like the little tiny micro pieces. Uh, it was like a Gyarados kit. And I found it in my drawer when I was looking for something. And I was like, oh, I'm bored all the fucking time. I'll make this now. And so I made it. And it was really hard. And it took me forever. And I was, like, smashing it and getting frustrated. And I was thinking, to someone else, this could be so funny. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I think making a channel, like, sucks at Legos. And then just have me, like, fucking blow dick at making. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you should. That would be amazing. Uh- it's it's i love it and i'm addicted to it but i am so terrible
0: you know what's funny about that like i have two teachers from high school that i like follow on instagram (laughs) don't worry about that um but they (laughs) always like one of my teachers is an english teacher and he has a separate instagram for his lego building so he's like just a normal guy with a nerd hobby, and he like always posts pictures of his Star Wars Lego stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like I remember thinking he was kind of a dick and and now he's just a normal guy. He was actually my coolest English teacher, but I was a crappy student, so everybody was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and the other teacher is he's really into like model painting. So he's built like tabletop World War II games. And, like, has, like, he paints his tanks and stuff. And it's, like, ridiculous. I'm like, dude, what is that? That looks awesome.
1: Dude, mad admiration for people who have the patience to do that. Like, if I if I get a game, I want to play the game immediately. I don't want to spend the next 72 hours of my life <laughs> fucking painting little, like, mortars and shit. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, I props to that guy. And, think, and to make him look cool. good is hard. Yeah, definitely.
0: And, like, it's apparently, because it's based on, like, World War II stuff, it's, like, historically accurate, like, geography. Like, the place on his table is, like, an actual place. <laughs> like, <laughs> <What's> bro.
1: <laughs> God, that's so sick. I, I love, like, when people love their hobbies and just dive into them. Like, I feel like it paints the world in a really cool color. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, when people have really wacky, like... Random hobbies and shit. Like a bunch of my coworkers have them. Like someone, uh, I've, I work with a lot of people who are really artsy um, and they like create shit and like draw stuff and doodle and it's super cool. Dude, my old
0: neighbor when I was growing up in LA had, like, he was an artist and he would weld, it was like scrap metal art. So he'd weld like scrap metal sculptures that were like really, really weird. Like, like weird robot windmills I guess is the best way to put it and like they were super cool and like different colors but they were all in his yard and they were like 8 feet tall and so it was just like the guy the old guy on the corner with a bunch of metal sculptures in his yard like that was that was a thing and I'm like when I was young I was like oh that's weird but now it's like no man that's cool like that's character that adds color to the world
1: this guy immediately strikes me as the guy Shia LaBeouf and Transformers would run to for advice and help on his robots.
0: Yes. He was very much like that.
1: Like the the older mentor guy. He know? was
0: older with white hair in a ponytail. <clears throat> uh, always wore white shirts and blue jeans and owned a pickup truck. So yeah, that's that's the guy. <laughs>
1: living the fucking journey man you know one thing i've always wanted to get into uh except I, I don't think i really have space for it um is like you know have you ever seen like you go through uh, pretty much any city anywhere in the world they have those like speed spray painters and they like have a white canvas and they oh, put like tape yeah. stuff on it and they spray paint and then move a shape and then spray again and then put all these things and then in like five minutes they have like a the Eiffel Tower with the fucking universe behind it and stuff yeah so like I've always wanted to try that but it, our building is so small that like I mean I get a call from someone fucking once a month about someone smoking in my building or smoking weed in my building or barbecuing and they get pissed off because the smell like just resonates around the building it just is crazy so I'm like I can't do that here
0: yeah there's no way you'd get away with that much paint fumes Exactly.
1: Exactly. Paint is just so invasive; like you can smell it from everywhere. Yeah. But that's one thing I definitely wanted to try.
0: That would be sick.
1: Yeah, that's that's one of those things. Um, who's going first, man? I'll hear? go first. Hit it.
0: I'll take it. Um, so the show that I was slightly interested in watching and just never gave it the time was Mayans mc the spin-off of sons of anarchy very nice i I didn't watch the whole show i have to i have to say that right now i watched the first episode
1: uh what was it on
0: i was able to watch it on hulu it was originally on fx which is interesting i don't know what's going on with fx like it's still a channel but I think they're moving into a more edgy brand or at least over the last several years, they've moved into a more edgy brand because like I'm watching the show and they like say fuck and stuff like that all the time. And I'm like, you can't say that on cable. Like how is this, how is this show possible on FX? Did you call the cops? Yeah. <laughs>
1: this talk on TV
0: i called bay area the walnut creek police department on a show that's in los angeles that's what i did <laughs> yeah dude so i loved sons of anarchy and good show when i saw that mayans was a thing that was happening part of me was a little bummed because i'm like you're gonna ruin a good thing like sons of anarchy was really great except for spoilers like the ending was a bit lackluster unfortunately but 99% of the show was awesome there's a lot of fun a lot of frustration and like just brutal biker stuff um so when i when they're coming out with another one i thought it was going to be like they're trying too hard and just leaning on old stuff and i don't know i was just i felt weird about it but i thought you know what if it's anything like Sons it could be worth watching because it was sons was so good um so i gave it a try and it was pretty good it definitely for better or worse followed that pattern of like you know how like sons would you know each episode would start a little thing and then the the theme song would come on and it's like it's this heavy acoustic song yeah is wrong but down now all alone but now so like it had a very similar thing to that um which i thought was kind of funny and i didn't
1: what like had a similar feel feeling
0: it did have a similar feeling which was the good part um i thought it might have been too close which in my opinion is good and bad because it's like for sure is there any originality or are you just like I know this template works, so I'm gonna transfer it to a Hispanic biker gang instead of a white biker gang. <laughs> like, that's, not... yeah,
1: that's why I never watched uh, Better Call Saul.
0: You Me neither.
1: Like, I'm always hesitant with shows like that.
0: Yeah, I've actually heard Better Call Saul is like amazing. Um, I heard, that. yeah. But I didn't even finish Breaking Bad, so I can't. I can't talk shit. <laughs> Oof um so it's pretty cool in this first episode anyways my only exposure to it i think i think they're doing a good job they've started it off on a very dramatic note of basically our our main character is a prospect in the mayans mc and he's one of the existing members younger brother so it's like the first bit of it is him actually this whole first episode is basically him being a prospect. And like in the very end he is like inducted in, but we are immediately introduced to the fact that he used to be like a Stanford student and like he was a good kid. And then something happened. We don't know what yet, but like we see his girlfriend visiting him in jail and it's a flashback So it's like, okay, you did something. And then the girlfriend, like leaving him while he's in jail. Like, and then, yeah, in in, like the prison visiting room. And uh, then it goes to like, you know, modern time, like right now. And he's like on his bike, you know, at some coffee shop or whatever. And uh, she's walking down the street with a baby and and they see each other and it's like this really tense moment cuz you definitely know that's his kid. <laughs> <Lock>. <laughs> yeah, so it's like that's drama number 1, right? He's got this weird love interest that they're not on speaking terms. Um another difference is Sons is supposed to be based in northern California and this is based in like very southern California,
1: like like San Diego
0: like san diego i'm not sure of some of the cities they were in but it's like definitely way south um because part of part of like the beginning of the show is him riding his motorcycle like on the fence of the border between u.s and mexico um but our lead guy's name is ezekiel calls himself easy and (laughs) we see like his dad is like a butcher shop owner and there's a weird tie-in to the DEA. So there's a really cool scene where like this agent comes in and he's like, I'll get a you know, a pound of flank steak or whatever. And the yeah. guy goes to like grabs the meat, grabs the paper, and doesn't roll in the meat. He rolls in like two envelopes and hands it to him. And the guy pays. And as he pulls out his wallet, you see the DEA badge. And he pulls out like a ten dollar bill or whatever. And the butcher opens the 10 and there's a note in there and it says, I need to talk with him tonight. And it's like, okay, what, what's happening? Simultaneously, our prospect is like put on this mission where they're like, you know, is he ready? Like, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to, you know, he's a good guy. He's, his background is checked out as much as you can in like an outlaw group. I don't know what they do for background checks, but they're like, he's cool. So (laughs) they, they put him on like a protection run for what is heroin i think and uh that run gets like blown up by a rival gang of some kind and they're i think they're trying to pretend they're another gang but this dude his like stanford brain comes out and he's like hyper observant and he sees like a small tattoo on one of the guys and he's like i know what that is so tells the gang that it's another gang and all this crazy shit's happening, and they're trying to do some revenge shit. It gets really brutal, which is another thing that I'm like, how did this happen on FX? <laughs> they cut off a dude's two arms. <laughs> two arms, gone. With what? Um, with, like, a machete. Wow. Just swink. And he's a big guy. What I think is cool is that the Mayans, it's, like, a Hispanic biker gang— And their rival in the situation is a Samoan biker gang. So it's like really tough. Like they go to meet these guys and they're like huge. And I'm like, (laughs) that is a biker right there. Some of these other guys, they're too pretty to be bikers. That guy rides a motorcycle (laughs) for sure.
1: That's Um, Nick.
0: So there's some gang violence there. And, And here is where we get to this point that I was afraid they would lean on. And they did it in the first episode, which makes me a little nervous for the rest of the show, is that during the shootout, which I I guess they knew was going to happen, the Sons of Anarchy, like Southern California chapter, comes in and helps them out. So only one character from the show is noticeable, um, and he's like the president of the Southern California chapter, and he's only in a few episodes of Sons of Anarchy. So... It's an interesting tie-in, and it kind of fits. But it's also like, did we lean on that too early? You know what I I mean?
1: Interesting that they do that first episode.
0: Yeah, like, I think if it would have been, like, two, three, four episodes in, it's like, oh, hell yeah. But I think in the first few episodes, I think you need to build up your story as your own standalone show. You know what I mean?
1: Right, like, make... Your legs that you stand on strong before mm-hmm. someone else has a crutch. I guess
0: exactly. So again, they were only in the show for like four minutes, but they were there, and it was <laughs> this just racist moment where the Mayans are chasing these two Samoans that are in a car. They're chasing them, and the Suns pull up in front of the car. So it's Sons blocking the road, uh, Samoans in a car, and then Mayans behind them. And the president of Sons <laughs> comes out, and he's like, "Looks like we got ourselves a Samoan sandwich, boys." Dark meat between a stack of tortilla and a loaf of white bread. I was like, "Oh my god, how is this real?"
1: Oh my god!
0: So that was that was entertaining and like. How is this on cable television? (laughs) What's happening here?
1: Right. How are they getting away with this?
0: Uh, So I don't know what's going on with FX, but keep going. So we get into drama aspect, like number two, where the gang is running drugs for the Galindo cartel. And this prospect's brother is in the gang. And I guess the prospect, we find out, is the guy that meets with the DEA agent uh, that requested it from the butcher shop owner, who's his dad. Oh, so man. they meet in the freezer of the butcher shop. And he's they make, like, of course they don't say anything outright, because you got to draw out the suspense. But they're talking about some deal that they made, which I'm assuming is the deal that got him out of prison. And I think he's got to work for the DEA to inform on the Galindo cartel and the gang. So he's having a very heated discussion in the freezer. And then they take off. And he goes to meet up with his brother to get rid of this body of the guy they chopped the arms off of. And Mm -hmm. shit takes a really weird turn. And here's like a super dramatic aspect number three. So the brother secretly informing he meets with his brother who's in the gang and they're like you know you're in you're you know we're going to trust you until we don't but you're in they're going to go bury this body in the desert while they're doing that they find we find out as the audience that they his brother and a few other members of the gang are the ones that coordinated the attack with the other biker gang on their own gang it's very hard to explain that yeah so like i was talking about like they were raided by the samoans right
1: yeah yeah
0: a few people within mayans coordinated that with them and told them when the shipment was going to be and told them all this stuff so that they could get robbed and they're doing it as like a power struggle uh internally so now the brother is is understanding what's going on, and he's like, dude, are you in or not? Like, you can walk away, but you have to do it right now. Otherwise, you're in. And he's like, dude, I'm in. And while they're in the desert, this coordinated attack, we also meet this weird third party that lives in the desert, and all these creepy-ass people wear, like, mouse masks in the desert. That's awesome. <laughs> And we have no idea who they are, but they're also working with this small sect of Mayans that are trying to take down the Mayans. And that's where the episode ends.
1: So there's it's a like lot in this. Wow. there's a
0: lot to unpack in episode one. There's a lot of stuff. Um I really liked it, and I'm very intrigued as to where it's gonna go because they have a lot to play with. It, you know, amazingly, I think it was an hour long. It could have been a little longer because it was a first episode or something, but it was like oh, a, right. approximately an hour. And they gave themselves a lot of options, which I thought was really cool and a, just a very good use of the time they had for being a, you know, a cable TV show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, so like in your ideal world, what would the season entail? Like what would happen? What do you want to see, I guess?
0: So, one of the... I guess there's another aspect that I didn't quite touch on. It's So, I mentioned that he saw his ex-girlfriend with a baby. Yeah. His ex-girlfriend is dating the representative of the Galindo cartel. So, that's going to go somewhere. I have high hopes that Prospect either orchestrates or carries out the murder of that guy. <laughs> Somehow I think he's gonna get him killed. Um so I, I hope that happens. Not because I have anything against that guy. Oops. My bad. But like you know in Suns how they always just planned random shit where they're like, you know, hey they're they're leaving at five forty five you're going to yep. hit him on the road and then they do it. And it's like the wrong person driving or whatever. So it's like, they're- I have a feeling it's going to be one of those, but I have no reason to hate this guy really. But I just have a feeling that he's going to die. Um,
1: <laughs> I, and there's, there's big repercussions for him dying, you know? Cause he's so-
0: yes. Cause he's like a representative of the Galindo cartel. So like, they're not just going to let that go. You know, like it's going to be real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really hoping that these mouse people are as cool as they're trying to make them because it's a Uh. super mystery right now. Like we go into the desert and there are mouse people and it's very strange. Right. It's very intriguing and they seem like like, a like a weird military sect. Like we go into their tents, and there's kids on computers like coordinating things, not just playing games, but they're like doing shit. So it's like, okay, this is an operation. So like what is this? Um, so I'm hoping that goes somewhere. And I think that's it for now. I'm like, those are my main concerns. I have a feeling Big brother is gonna get gonna get clipped.. Uh,
1: that's
0: just my shit. And I think that's going to drive the prospect to do, you know, dirtier things. He's going to push himself deeper into the club. He's going to get higher in the ranks, and he's going to be more motivated to, you know, do what needs doing and defy the DEA and all this stuff. So, I don't know. There's a lot of things they could do with
1: it. Are you going to crush it, like, this week?
0: Probably not this week, but I would like to continue watching it. Because it does it hits that that itch that you have if you've seen Sons and you really liked it and you want something like it it's it kind of hits that spot nice so it's good i liked it i i was kind of on the fence about it like i said like from a creative standpoint it's like are you just copying this with Mexicans instead of white people or like are you just literally taking the same premise down to LA or like what are you doing and I was nervous it was just going to be, like, one too many sequels where it's just like, dude, you should have stopped. Like, let it go. But as far as episode one is concerned, I really dug it. Um, so I, I want to keep watching.
1: Hell yeah. And do you think you would have watched it otherwise? Okay. Like, if we weren't in quarantine, do you think you'd ever watch it?
0: I would have watched it at some point. Um, this episode made me watch it right now. But... <laughs> It's not like I would have never touched it. It would have just been one of those things that I probably wouldn't hit for like three years. You know, like just down the road, I would have been like, oh, this is on Hulu? I have access to that. Boop, and hit it.
1: Yeah. What what would you rate the first
0: episode? I'd give it a seven. I think that... might be some some of my internal bias a little bit but um i think seven's good it was a strong definitely a strong opener like from any standpoint right they had good characters like in-depth backstory that they are going to fill in right they're going to color that in but we have enough to know that it's super juicy right good kid somehow gets in trouble Girlfriend breaks up with him. He's in a biker gang involved in an epic drug lord situation that's now in somewhat of like a backstabbing sect of the of the gang. It's like, okay, we've got a lot of good shit happening here. It's not just like a, we're bikers riding around and we cause trouble. It's like, no, no, no there's some meat. So I like it. I think they did a really good job with it. Um, I think Seven's, seven's a fair
1: rating nice nice dude yeah man i'm like after hearing this badass thing about bikers that you just talked about i'm like a a little embarrassed to talk about what i have to talk about dude don't be
0: there's no there's no room for embarrassment on this show
1: oh good good because uh are you are you are you all good i'm wrapped up you're up buddy so i watched a show called the outer banks have you heard of this it's i've been, heard of it um i thought it was a movie
0: but huh? maybe i'm I, I thought it was a movie so i'm out of touch i know nothing about it
1: so it's a it's a show it's like a teen heartthrob show on netflix and it's like number three or four or something right now and everybody is blowing it up and uh i it was like yesterday or the day before yesterday. Katie's like, I'm just so out of shows. Like, I I don't want to watch this, but this thing's on and everybody says it's good. And I was like, you know what? I would never watch this in a million years. But as per our podcast guidelines, I should give this a fucking watch.
0: So I feel bad now. I I think we thought the theme was two different things. I feel like they are close enough, though. Close enough. I think what I thought it was was shows that I wanted to watch but not high enough on my list to watch. Like, there was always something in front of it, but it's on the list. I feel like yours was like, I will never watch that, but I have to. <laughs> uh,
1: I, w- I wouldn't say it was that bad. It was It was at least a little bit intriguing, and I was thinking, man, I wish I could just put all the information in my brain without sitting here watching it you know it, <laughs> it was wha- a it great was of way those, of putting it. Like,
0: huh that's a great way of putting it it's like i'm curious but i want to know everything now i don't want to spend my time on it
1: <laughs> yeah and uh it, it like we watched it and it was like super like ridiculous and cheesy uh and nonsensical and like it was it was made for teenagers obviously um but i mean like the premise was cool and like we were we i would catch us getting into it like towards the end of the episode we'd be like oh shit we got to watch another one. <laughs> Oh shit um so like and at the end of this we we watched the whole thing we finished the season this morning and we what? were what like, yeah and we wow. were like alright this morning yeah like at at lunchtime i stepped away from the work computer and i was like all right let's watch the last two let's do it so we fucking killed it um so outer banks is about uh it's based on these like there's i guess a bunch of fucking islands like east like on the water of like north and south carolina Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of like a little
0: like a sandbar chain
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's about all these families that live there, and this dude's, and there's, like, a very clear divide between rich people and rich kids and poor people and poor kids, right? Um, But don't get me wrong, every single one of them, uh, the kids, they're supposedly in high school, but they're all definitely in their late 20s, early 30s. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it always is it's ridiculous bro and all of (laughs) them are super deep for a sophomore (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) all of them are fucking you know jacked gigantic um soup yeah so they fit the mold that way um and so this this dude has this like kind of weird relationship with his dad his dad is like obsessed with finding this uh this treasure supposedly there was this ship that sank close to the islands and it's like a it's like a town myth or a city myth where everybody's like oh yeah the the gold of this guy oh yeah knows about that um very very like goonies-esque um it was like it was like goonies but like if you threw a splash of like the oc or the hills in goonies you know, like it was a—I uh, don't know how to describe it. It
0: sounds it was, like the the best of both worlds. It
1: Maybe? Was like, uh, Goonies. I felt like could cater to the whole, like to anybody, and then this like was built for teenagers. Okay. Know? Um. So this dude's dad disappears, and that's what kind of sparks everything. And he's trying to like figure out what happened to his dad. And I forget what happened, like, early on, because there's so much shit going on. But basically, he finds out that his dad basically unlocked the final clue after 20 years of researching this shit. Because what it equates to now is $400 million worth of gold. Whoa. Yeah, so, like, everybody's after it. Nobody can fucking figure it out. But his dad spent so much time on it. Like, so much time that, like, they didn't have a stable like income and like they lived in like a shanty and uh, his dad was obsessed and his dad was right about to find it like so fucking close and then he disappeared of course and um that's how it goes that's how it goes and so he he kind of like gets obsessed into it and convinces his friends who all have their kind of cool backstories um like why why they should look into it and why it's legit and he like kind of goes on like a a validation mission like he's like all right guys let's go to this cemetery and if i go in here and i find this thing then it's that's more proof and if we go here and find this thing that's more proof and eventually it happens and all the kids are like we're fucking in bro like 400 million divided amongst us 100 million each that's pretty fucking sweet and they're all like poor as fuck kids yeah um and then there's, like, the mix of the rich kids that are just classic, rich, asshole, douchebag kids. Um, like, bleach
0: tips, visor wearing.
1: Exactly. You nailed it. Yes. You nailed it. The One of the main ones is exactly that. Yep. Um, so, they kind of get mixed in, and then you—it's, like— there's a lot that happens, but, like, when I look at it from a bird's-eye view, it's, like, remarkably simple. It makes sense. Like, it had to cater to the teen audience. But, so, basically, like, you find out that, uh, well, let's go here. Let's let's take a dive over here. Let's do it. Let's dive in. Um, the kid kind of gets himself into trouble, starting with, like, not having a, a, any parents anymore. Like, his mom left a long time ago, and his dad like vanished, seemingly died. Right. So he's uh, a 32 year old looking 17 year old living at home by himself. And uh, like, s- they don't call themselves CPS anymore. It's like DHS or whatever. But you know, I'm t- like child protective services. Yeah. They show up and they're like, hey, you're not 18 yet. So you got to go into foster care. And he's like, I'm too close to discovering he doesn't say this to anybody he's very secretive about it which is pretty key cuz like there's several times where people let out information and he's very good at like knowing what he said to people so if someone oversteps just a little bit he knows that they're a bad guy or a good guy you know mm-hmm. um and that happens a couple times so i love stuff
0: like that by the way like when people are clever it's yeah. one of my favorite things it was it, it was always- it reminds me of. Sorry to cut you off. It reminds me of that part in Game of Thrones. I think it was like super early on, where, um, oh my gosh, Peter Dinklage's character, uh, yeah, tells three different people something different each, and the thing that comes back to him, you know, the the way he figures out who the traitor is is what story comes back to him and he's like well i know you're the person that said something because you're the only person i oh. told this thing to
1: right um, right yeah just want nothing people with your intellect it's so satisfying
0: dude i did that to a chick in high school well me and my buddy did because she was just a gossip queen and always tried to play it off like she wasn't She's like, oh, I won't say anything to anybody. And so we, him and I, like, we we're like, let's tell her some bullshit and see what happens. And it got around so fast. And we're like, why did you say something? She's like, I swear I didn't say anything to anybody. And we're like, we know you did because we made it up and we only told you as a, like, just a, for oh, kicks. Shit. And she, she lost her mind. She was so mad that she was caught in a lie <laughs> and spread bullshit.
1: Oh, it was so it, satisfying. Man. People... Oh, my God. People go into dark places when you call them out on their lie. Like, real hard. Real hard.
2: Um,
1: I, I I won't go into it too much, but I had a friend who was a compulsive liar. And, like, he everybody knew in our... <laughs> oh, do was, I know this person? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, he was a massive, massive compulsive liar. And He would just t- tell us the most crazy, insane, elaborate lies you could ever fucking imagine ever and we he was just our friend he was our bro so we put up with it and then once in a blue moon like one of us would not want to deal with it and we'd be like you know i know that's bullshit because of this and he would just fucking claws would come out and be like fuck you dude are you serious like i thought we were friends blah blah, blah. and we're like <laughs> all right man okay um so yeah i know all about that yes but uh so he's so he's dealing with these uh, DHS people, and uh, he fucking <laughs> he fucking, uh, one-ups them. He's, like, in the cop car pulling away, and he holds this picture of his dad by the window, and it gets sucked out the window. And he's like, fuck, the picture of my dad, please, please, let's go get it. And everyone gets out of the car, and he grabs his bag, and he's like, see a bitch, and he runs off. <laughs> and there's that's one of the things that bugged us about this was that there's, like— an insane amount, like a crazy amount of kids running away from gangs or cops, and they always get away. And it just it just doesn't make sense. like and there's just so much of it, so much of it. And you're on an island. so like you're bound to run into fucking dead ends and shit a lot. yeah, you know, and like there's was, there's was so much of this shit and uh so the first time he gets away he meets up with one of the girlfriends of the popular guys and they were always super fucking cool and they were just would never hang out because he's a poor unpopular kid and she's a rich popular kid and he she's she takes she's really cool and they're cool so she takes him to her house and she and he sees like all these pictures like in a kind of like a gallery of like people that were on this ship that sank and he's like that's the fucking ship that had all the gold and he's like what else do you know about this stuff and she's like oh well like my dad made it a big deal to go know our family history and go to the archives off island and shit um and he's like can you take me there like can we go i need to go see these papers and she's like why and he's like i cannot tell you why but please um so they so they she like Takes him off island and they spend this super cool, like, fun secret agent day together where they're like trying to pass him off as a rich kid and like they have a fun day, so they become like a couple, and so which sparks this massive fucking feud between the rich kids and the poor kids. And they're just like, it's crazy, like, it it does a really good job. This, This show does a really good job in certain areas where like you know, you almost expect something not to be covered, you know, like in other shows. Like, it, how in other shows where there's teenagers fucking missing for three days, nothing happens. Their parents aren't involved. In this show, like, their parents show up at at places they know they hang out and bust their ass. Or, like, they'll call the cops because their kids aren't there. So, like, that's accurate. Um, And another thing that was super accurate was, like, uh, a kid, like... The rich kids get away with stupid fucking crimes. Like, they'll beat the hell out of the poor kids all the time, and just nothing fucking happens. And then one of the poor kids, like, went to a super expensive speedboat and, like, fucked with the bottom of the boat, so the boat sank. And there was no evidence. There no camera footage, but they simply blamed it on the poor kid, and they took him into jail. What? So it was, like, shit like that seemed, like, pretty spot-on to me, you know? Like, small community, like, rich people like pay the the cops to get new equipment so they're in their favor or whatever yeah so that that and like all the parental involvement that like certain things like that i was like okay i'll give you guys some points um so like this feud happens and like as this feud happens like the 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 rich bad guys are getting kind of closer to the truth of like what these kids are trying to pull off and in this involvement do you I assume you're never in your life gonna watch this, so do you mind if I spoil?
0: I don't ever mind if you spoil things, but I, I have a feeling
1: foul would like want to watch this. Like this is this is a her alley. <laughs> it's a I, I'm I'm rushing to the end here, but like as a quarantine like binge, this is not a bad show. It's not bad. Um, is you it just original?
0: Be, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's got to be good quality. It's not like. I don't know. It's not like uh, what's that one cable network like starts with an
1: F? Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I was my mind went to like CBS or yeah, like CBS.
0: But what was uh like Arrow on? You know what I mean, like an Arrow quality show?
1: Was F- it on F- Fox? Yeah, I think so. Or no, no, no. Uh, Arrow freeform. was freeform. Uh, That's what I was thinking of. Well, Arrow was on CBS, I think. Oh. Because it was on the same thing as a uh, Flash and Super. Oh, it was the CW. The CW, that's it, bro. It's like it's like that quality. That's what yeah. I was expecting. Yes, so it's not like that. The uh, there was never actually maybe like one point I was like, this is crazy. Another okay, another. one... This just reminds me, <laughs> this the special effects brought me here. So you would probably fucking not live on an island that gets hit by category 19 hurricanes several times a month bro the, okay that was insane literally three hurricanes or massive storms big ones happen in the span of like a month in this sh- in this show and but the first time it happens is very very strategic and it set a great like tone and premise for the rest of the show because it knocks out power and cell phone coverage for the whole island. So the reason why like people are struggling to get in touch with each other and they constantly have to be like, all right, we're going to meet at the, the secret boat spot in an hour or go meet at the house at this time. Or I couldn't find you because I was going here, here and here. And I just couldn't find you. There's no cell phone coverage. So that's a thing. Um, and that led to a pretty interesting plot. Um, and uh, and and there was like a lot of talk of like needing generators and needing like gasoline to fuel generators and the struggle, like, do I fuel the generator to pump up our house, or do I put it in the boat so like we can go to explore the treasure? You know, yeah, like, so so cool stuff like that. so that that was a cool thought that somebody had that i appreciate
0: yeah and i like stuff like that where they they think about it in a realistic way where it's like there is not an unlimited amount of this resource like we don't have enough gas to put in the generator and the boat we have to choose and that's going to have repercussions down the road either way either our generator is going to work during the storm and we can't go do the treasure and and there ends up not being a storm, and we can't do the treasure, or like vice versa, where like we fill up the boat to do this, and a massive storm comes, and we're screwed in another way. And it just adds more complexity to the story.
2: There
1: was a, there's a lot of like parent kid tension, as you would expect in a high school show, because that's like basically all a kid's life: friends, friends, school, and tension with parents. Like that's yep. what it is. You know, so like one of the big moments was a kid sneaking onto his dad's uh restaurant and he was stealing like tons of gasoline for their boat he's like i i need this to save my friend he's like i need this to fucking feed you dude (laughs) (laughs) and uh it led to a very intense moment um and of course the parents don't believe a single thing the kids are saying because like Just like Goonies, like the kids are onto a fucking treasure and everybody's like, You're crazy.
0: Yeah, everybody's tried to find this for a hundred years and no one's ever found it, like no kids are gonna find it.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. It's like you think you're gonna find it a kid after no one's found it for a hundred years, or the the debate is someone found it already. That's why no one that's why no one has fucking run into it. Hey, Yeah. No, John B. John. Oh, I thought you said Tom B. Katie watched it with me. Oh, nice. She's here to talk about it. Oh, what's up,
0: dude? Do you want to talk about it?
2: No, the only thing I want to share is the name. Did you talk about that part?
1: No, I didn't even know if I was going to get there. So, Katie would very much like to address this thing that bugged her a whole lot. So the dude's the dude the main dude's name is John B, like his dad was Big John and his name was John B, and it drove Katie and eventually me fucking crazy that people would nonstop call him John B.
0: Why?
2: Because there's <laughs> other Johns. So why yeah. do you have to call him John B the whole time? Like, there's parts where they're, like, running for their lives or, like, checking to see if each other are are safe. And, and everyone's screaming, John B! John B!
1: And, that like, extra letter just bothers what you? F-
2: do you think is there?
1: I was, like, <laughs> waiting for a moment for them to say John and him, like, not respond. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're running for their lives and he's hiding in the bushes
0: and they're like B. like, I can't come out.
2: Yeah, dude, like, th- it's I sh-
0: not me. I shit
1: you not. The the pinnacle of this was John B and his girlfriend were literally like shipwrecked in the middle of the ocean, floating on debris, and she can't find him. She's like, John B, and we're like, Is there another <laughs> fucking John out here, bro? Like,
2: you're in
1: the middle of the ocean <laughs> and you're calling kind of John B. Not any other John, just John B. Like, it was so funny. I get it 100% but also like some nicknames are so ingrained that that's their actual name at this point but and but it's also, so
0: that's that's not a lot of extra effort it's like I don't know I have no comparison right now but like John B it just like it kind of rolls off John B John B and you're right could be just like, John like that's easier but it's not like Bartholomew, it's like, I don't know, just some crazy long ass thing. Where you're like, we could come up with something better than that, right? No,
2: it does kind of flow. It just bugged the shit out of me because, at first, when he's John B., like, you kind of think that there's another John, well, his dad, yeah, but like, they call his John or his dad, Big John, so like, you're so waiting they can call to, him
1: John still,
2: <laughs> you're just waiting to be introduced to like another John, and you're never introduced to another John.
1: Like growing up elementary school, you call people like when you had doubles in your classroom, you'd go like Ashley A or Ashley B.
0: I was Alex G because it was another Alex.
1: There you go. (laughs) You You know all about that. How mad would you be if you were in the middle of the fucking ocean, someone in that class with you referred to you as Alex G? (laughs) What would you do? I I would be
0: like maybe maybe Alex K is lost like we don't know maybe he's out <laughs> <actually> here with me.
2: <laughs> Alex K, where are you? I think that there was just like there's so much that I could have nitpicked on this show because it's so.
1: It's like, like a teen heartthrob show, yeah, but we're fucking sure. Is.
2: And if there if we weren't fucking quarantined right now, I would not have watched. This
1: show. <laughs> that's the but, premise of this episode. Yes,
2: yeah so i would have stopped after the first episode but we continued because we were supposed to um but (laughs) you
1: dragged her into this assignment you
2: You told me what you were doing for your podcast so we continued
1: you you're telling me you didn't want to watch this
2: i told you that i wouldn't watch it if not for the quarantine and you saying that you wanted to watch it
1: wow so i made a teen heartthrob show
0: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like and i feel like sterling and i we talked about this a little earlier I think we had a different idea of what this episode was supposed to be (laughs) because
1: it's pretty similar though.
0: It's very similar, but in my mind, it was shows that we've wanted to watch, but (laughs) not high enough on the list to have watched it yet where it's like, I want to watch this, but there's other things I want to watch more. So I just haven't watched it yet. And now it's like time to give it its time. That's not what this show was for you guys at
2: all. <laughs> we, we picked, like, oh well, I will say this was recommended to us by somebody else who said that it was an entertaining show. Yeah, who, which it who was. very much said, like, it's not a great show. It's very much a CW show. but <laughs> oh,
1: we talking about CW.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that it was an entertaining enough show. if i had literally anything else to do right now i probably would have stopped after the first but i have countless hours to just do nothing
1: just to burn on the cw note i before i forget i have to cover the most cw moment so the the like the graphics and stuff were pretty good except for the third or fourth hurricane they had towards the end that got a little crazy what
0: do you mean graphics like did they have, like, fake like, storm yeah, graphics?
1: Yeah. Like, the, there was fires that looked good. There were gunshots and shit that looked pretty good. Um, and other than that, there wasn't a whole lot of that. But yeah. that that stuff didn't, like, I, I didn't really think, oh, they're behind a green screen. A like, it's not lot.
0: sci-fi channel quality.
1: Yeah, but there were, like, di- there was dialogue that really got me. And there was this point where, like, John B. and his girl are on the boat.
2: Just call him John.
1: And John were on the boat. We call him John B.
2: No. He won't know who I'm
1: talking about. <laughs> <laughs> He'll think I'm talking about one of the many other Johns in this show. Uh, and uh, they're, like, on the boat, and basically they're really fucking far out in the water in the middle of the hurricane. And they're, like, getting radioed from the cops, and they have this opportunity to turn back and save themselves or or keep going. and. Almost certainly die. Risk that. And he was like, I'd rather die than go back to jail. And she was like, and I'd rather die than be without you. <laughs> oh. And then they made out. And then the the <laughs> fucking ship or the boat got fucking turned over in the storm. We, we were both like, what the hell? They're well, the
2: dead. They're dead. Like, so they're so gung-ho about this. Like, they're so on like rather dying than anything else and then as soon as like shit hits the fan and like their boat's about to capsize they're looking at each other and like the look on their faces is just like fuck I take it back like
0: (laughs) I don't love you that much
1: (laughs) (sighs) oh my god so like I've I've derailed a whole lot but the kids the kids like do okay, bye. Wait, you got to say bye for the podcast. You made an intro.
2: Okay, bye. I just really wanted you to know how much I hated the John B part.
1: Will you watch second season?
2: I mean, only if we're still stuck in this quarantine.
1: We fucking better not.
2: (laughs) If we're not in quarantine, I will not watch a second season. But that
1: was my understanding of of the premise of the show.
2: If we're still in this situation, I will watch the second season. If we're not, I have no desire to ever come back to this show.
0: (laughs) What if it's The Outer Banks Season 2, parentheses, The Saga of John B.? Would you still watch it?
2: (laughs) Never. Only if they start calling him John.
0: (laughs) The Saga of John, a.k.a. John, capital B. Period. (laughs) Period.
1: (laughs) The fourth. Uh, Oh my god. So everything she said was true all of that 100 percent accurate that's so, hilarious yeah i uh, I've, i found it entertaining i don't you know if we were back to real life i can't say if i'd watch season two like being as busy as i was before this shit i i i don't think i'd sink the time in but if if season two came out tomorrow i'd be like yeah sure let's let's <laughs> i'll I'll keep listening to
0: this story why not yeah
1: and like basic it's it was really crazy and different because it didn't end all happy like someone got away with their gold and then the last episode the last moments of the last episode there was a moment where they realized that they could get all their gold back and then it ended so didn't, yeah so it didn't end all happy and fun fact they were getting ready to, I looked this up, like, I wanted to know about the set and, like, where they filmed the shit. And they were about ready to film. All the actors were back on set ready to film season two. So this all filmed, like, early 2019 or something. And now, because of everything that's happened, like, a bunch of the actors have separated into groups. And they're quarantining together in uh, Southern California.
0: Oh, dang. That's actually kind of cool. But yeah. I have a
1: feeling like. like- your buddies. Yeah, they're, like,
0: bros. Hopefully they're still bros. Like, that's my thought is, like, if you're quarantining with a bunch of people that you've probably built good friendships with, if you're on a set together, you're working together, so you, like, build rapport and friendships. Yeah. But, like, I, what if they weren't that good of friends, and now they're literally stuck together? It's like, I'm never gonna fucking work with John B. ever again! <laughs> John B! John, ooh,
2: John B!
1: Um, I i I'm wondering, like, who quarantined with who it didn't divulge like who did it but i'd be very interested to see like were there like people from opposite sides in the show that like were ended up being buddies and quarantined together you know probably like like, i'm sure
0: that's how it goes where like you know actors are cast as like enemies in the show but they're actually bros so like the popular guy and the guy that he hates like the poor kid are probably like super tight in real life
1: Well, yeah, I was thinking about it, and, like, a lot of the fucking really intense, crazy, like, beatdown scenes, you probably have to get really personal with someone, and it's probably, like, a lot of laughter that goes down. Like, when someone has to fake, like, hold a crowbar to your face, and then you're like, wait, I fucked up my lines. I'm sorry, bro.
0: Yeah, dude, or, like, they're trying to be all serious, and it's, like, the cameras to their back. They're, like, making faces at them, like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Have you, like... This is such a random poll, but it, it's immediately what my mind goes to. Um, I think it was Martin Lawrence in The Black Knight. Did you see that movie?
1: No. Or, I love Martin Lawrence.
0: I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Uh, but it's it's like a really funny, cheesy movie where, like, this guy was going to, like, a medieval times. And he falls and hits his head. And he wakes up in legitimate medieval times but he's in like his normal today gear. And and they're like, what are you wearing? And like the whole movie he's in like, you know, medieval times, like telling them about modern music and all this fun stuff. And there's a scene in the movie where this girl, like she's in his room and she takes off her clothes and you don't see the front of her. You just see like her, she's naked from the back and apparently during the filming of that scene she had smiley faces on her boobs Uh. (laughs) had to like he had to like you know obviously act like oh wow oh dang like she's gorgeous how do i say no to this but in real life he was like trying not to laugh because he didn't know that was the case and she's like smiley face nipples (laughs) it's like so funny (laughs) i just feel like a bunch of that stuff goes on
1: on any set Wait, I I so I have seen this movie hell of days ago. So I remember the scene where Martin Lawrence is like uh, against a crowd, and he pulls out a lighter, and he's like, "Watch this!" And he lights the the lighter, and so and he expects everyone to be blown away. And one of the guys was like, "We've already got fire." Yeah, that's it. That's the one. I, <laughs> I remember that.
0: <laughs> that's actually a pretty funny movie.
1: Like looking back on it's good stuff um so that's pretty much it like quarantine or if you're stuck inside and have nothing to watch just go just go ahead and fucking fire away on this um it has has good moments it's okay but if you are busy there are many many golden treasures to go watch what's our like gold do we have a gold standard like show or movie to go watch if you haven't seen it. Like we should have that. I have the the don't goes. Like, don't watch fucking that one sci-fi movie with the girl and the guy that we hate. Io. Io, don't watch that.
0: Um I don't know if we have gold standard like must watch. I don't know if we've ever discussed that really. Now that I think about it. I know we did an episode on like our go-tos like long day at work and you come home and you're like dude i just want to watch this it's like i remember mine was burn notice right um but i don't know if we've been like gold standard if you haven't seen it stop everything you're doing and watch this uh that's a really good idea for an episode as well
1: gold standard
0: yeah like just uh stop what you're doing don't go to work watch this show (laughs) Poor movie.
1: Right. right. Have I already talked about About Time on this? Because that's like Yes.
0: What? So that's... We have done a couple episodes on our favorite movies.
1: Oops. What are we going to do next week,
0: Yeah We talked about The Hollow.
1: Oh, we're doing The Hollow. Of course. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> have
0: but there's to. something I have to ask you about. Yeah. Did you watch Extraction? No. Dude, what the H...
1: Oh, my God. Should I watch it tonight?
0: Uh, if you can.
1: I mean, I definitely can't. Uh, it's only 8.50, and it's on Netflix, right?
0: Yeah. You said you downloaded it last time we spoke.
1: Oh, shit, I did. I did. Downloaded. You see that? Yeah, bro. You got to watch that. It's real good. All right. I'm watching that, and then I'm going on our normal assignment. And I'm doing Yeah.
0: The- we got to watch the hollow.
1: That'll uh, be good. And to that. Um, yeah. Good shit, man. Anything
0: else? Anything else you got? Anything else you want to talk about? How's your day? What'd you have for breakfast?
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm actually really fucking worried about my weight because, like, in the beginning of this quarantine, I was like, you know what? It's too much to worry about what I eat. I'm just going to get after it. And this quarantine is going to be over in like two weeks, a month, and we'll just go back to normal, whatever. And it just never ended. So I've just been eating like fucking garbage and been trying to support restaurants and shit that I care about. So I've been eating all their shit. So I am, I'm a fat boy.
0: Yeah, I think we're all there, man. I've been trying to like go on longer walks with the dogs and go on runs and do push ups and all that stuff and eat good. But it, Same thing where I have this problem where we make too much food because we don't know how to portion. So we have leftovers and I feel obligated to eat the leftovers because I don't want to waste them. So like I think I'm eating more than I should, but it's so that I don't waste food. And at the same time, like sometimes we'll have leftovers in the fridge, but we'll want to support local places. So we'll get food like takeout. So like we just always have excess food. Which is like such a first world problem, but it's this thing where I don't think I'm exercising enough to counterbalance that intake.
1: (laughs) Same. We gotta get our uh, push-ups game back back online.
0: Yeah, definitely have to do that. Put in the sit-ups, and I'm gonna have to just get harder on the runs.
1: Oh god, me too. So let's, here's my homework. Watch Extraction, watch The Hollow, and work out at more than two times by our next podcast.
0: Yup. All right, Brody. Dude. Well.
1: Bruh. Oh. Let me get a clinky. Always a pleasure. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, man. Good shit. Talk to you soon. If not immediately right now, then on Thursday.
0: Yeah, wait. Before we actually hang up, um, if you want to reach us, you need to email us at aswspodcast at gmail.com. You can call us at 415-488-5031. Nailed you can it. reach us on our social medias, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, at aswspodcast. Go ahead and reach out. Leave us a comment. Subscribe. Leave us a review on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts uh, or Stitcher or CastBox or literally anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Go ahead and leave a review. And uh, we will talk to you soon.
1: Later. Later, bros.
0: Okay, laters.